And welcome back, guys, to the Popcorn Patrol podcast. It's your girl, SJ, and I'm chilling with my homie. Jeff. Francis. And um, today we're going to be reviewing The Covenant for you guys. So I hope you enjoy. Welcome back, guys. And uh, like I said before, today we are talking about The Covenant, the movie The Co Covenant. And uh, this brief synopsis is that during the war in Afghanistan, a local interpreter risks his own life to carry an injured sergeant across miles of the grueling uh, terrain, let's say. Uh, Jeff, what do you know about this movie? So this is Guy Ritchie's The Covenant, uh, not to be confused with The Covenant About, which is back from like 2009. Uh, it was released in 2023. Had a budget of $55 million and only did $21.8 million at the box office. Mm -hmm. So as for that, like that is considered a flop. But it it's really good rated. Like the, the rating's really good. Not sure really why it didn't do so well at the box office. But it's directed by Guy Ritchie. Uh, it's written by Guy Ritchie, Ivan Atkinson, Marn Davies. It stars Jake Gyllenhaal, Dar Salam, and Sean Sagar. Uh, yeah, not a lot of big recognizable actors, and I feel like this gives this movie um, a little more realism, and I guess we can put that in our popcorn paradise, and uh, I guess we should get right into it. So, Jeff, did you have any notes um, for the popcorn paradise stuff about this movie? I really like Jake Gyllenhaal as an actor. I thought he did really well in this. Uh, his, yeah. his, um, he did a really good job. I know this is not his first movie about war or being a soldier. He also did Jarhead. Um, right. But yeah, no, he's, he's great to to watch. He, I um, I've seen him in a couple other things, but never really like. It, it wasn't until I seen him in the Spider Man movie where I really started to appreciate his stuff. But I haven't seen some of his other stuff like Donnie Darko or anything like that. But, um. Yeah, his his acting is is really well done in this movie. I quite enjoyed that. Yeah, I think I agree with you there. He um I've seen him in quite a quite a few little parts, but not really a like a main stage type of part. And so when I saw him in this movie, I, I didn't know what to expect. I couldn't really remember like if I knew he was a good actor, but he's not in a lot of stuff. You don't see him everywhere like some actors, um, for sure. And also, the Dar Salim, the guy who played Ahmed, he was very good as well. Like, amazing actor. And I've never seen him before, and I'm sure he's been in plenty of stuff. But, um, you know, as a, like a... Not, I'm not, not going to say sidekick, but like, uh, you know, the secondary actor, main actor, I would guess, I would say in this movie, I found him very um, intriguing and well played. They did a really good job balancing his character in a way that he's made to look suspicious, but is right. very intelligent and really seems to have their best interest at heart, even if it, nece it doesn't necessarily align with 
the rules, but they did a really good job of, of, of doing that, making him look suspicious, but. Yeah. And I, I wrote that too. I also wrote that, you know, when he's first introduced, you see John, who is played by Jake Gyllenhaal, you kind of see him questioning if he's doing the right thing by hiring this guy as the interpreter. And, but you see uh, Ahmed kind of look at John with a, like a, like kind of a smirk or a smile when it, when he's, when they're talking, you get a sense of camaraderie there instead yep. of like, you know, mistrust. So I really like that. Uh, the way they introduced Ahmed to, um, you know, the team, basically. Another thing is that, you know, when you see Ahmed in those scenes where he's carrying uh, John, you see him really going through it. Like, you feel, you feel emotions. This movie does a good job of making you feel feel what's going on and I think that's part of like the Guy Ritchie direction thing is that you get you get a lot of the landscape you get to see how beautiful it actually is but you also get to see what they're facing and what they're going through and feel that with them and I think this movie does a really good job with that yeah I also like the abbreviations you know they had like the little abbreviations for idiots like me about like what well, everything was yeah the subtitles where they but not for language but, but not for the language yeah. oh my god that's in my that's yeah, in my popcorn uh, prison when they talked about uh um when they were when they used a like a military term yes that was either an abbreviation or uh whatever it was they would pop up a little thing on the screen saying this is what that acronym stands for yeah, I really appreciated it because I had no clue. I'm not a a war movie type person, but I really appreciated the abbreviations because I would have been lost. I would I would have just let it fly over my head, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, a lot of times too, you knew when things were gonna happen because the music changed up on you. The music got like super intense or super sad, you know, like violins and stuff. So you always know that something's gonna happen. Whenever the ambush scene was coming, things got really quiet. Then the sad cue the sad music. So like I had a feeling things were coming. But mind you, when that those ambush scenes were um being played out on in the video in the movie I really was on the edge of my seat kind of watching everything take place and like I felt for them and I felt like I was there so it was um you know it was a good a good uh experience movie watching experience for sure uh what are some things that you have in your uh popcorn prison well I just want to add to the popcorn oh, paradise. Do you remember there's this scene where they're trying to get away and they go down that huge cliff? Yep. Oh my gosh. I was like, I was floored. That scene was so well done. Um, And I guess it was like they're in flight or fight mode, basically. Yep. So they're, you know, they're giving it, they're all, they're, they're booking it. They're going double time. And um, 
I really loved that scene. It was so well shot. And while I was watching that, I kept my eye open because uh, there was a frame in there where Ahmed had dropped his gun. Yes, I I saw it. I was waiting to see if when they got to the bottom, if he still had his gun and just to see if, if he had dropped it or if they just, you know, didn't really pay attention to that when filming. Right. uh, He didn't have his gun at the bottom of the hill. No. And, and they mentioned it like um, Jake Gyllenhaal's character asks him about it. Like, where's your gun? And he's like, it's on the hill. And um, then he gives him, his uh, pistol and says this is yours now for now don't lose it don't lose it uh so yeah no i noticed that too and i'm glad they you know there was some consistency in that regard because oftentimes little stuff like that gets missed and then they just cut it out or whatever in the post in post so i was glad to see that it was still in there for sure um the pace of this movie definitely builds as well um it's a little slow at the beginning i found but then it quickly picks up like it it gets going uh and has you really paying attention for quite some time my heart was like racing when uh john got shot i jumped halfway in the air it like took me aback probably more than some of those scary movies that we reviewed <laughs> like it was um, just an, a really good time i think when he um, got shot and his partner wasn't anywhere to be found yeah my wife and i thought for sure that that was where the double cross happened and he took him to that house and that was where he was turning on him but then he shows up just seemingly out of nowhere really yeah, they're dragging John away, and he he kills kicks some butt. Yeah, yeah, and that's when he decides he's got to take John home back to the base. Well, you know what's funny is I was like, "Where's his friend? Where's Ahmed? What is he doing? Like, what is he tying his shoelaces?" <laughs> um, so I was happy once once they showed him, and then you see that he's loyal to, uh, John, so. Way more loyal than that than he needs to be, too, right? Like, yeah, I mean, he has his reasoning, right? But yeah, but he has his reasonings, and you know, we we learn to see he's a family man, and he's you know everything he's doing is for his family. He has a um a pregnant wife, and he had a son, and he's basically he left the Taliban because the Taliban killed his son his little mm-hmm. son. So I don't blame him. I'd probably do the same thing, you know? Yep. Um, yeah. It, this movie, you know, I, I believe the journey that we're going through with them and it's exciting for sure. So those were my popcorn paradise uh, moments in the movie. Um, as for the popcorn prison, the no subtitles when they weren't speaking English. That one, that was the first thing I said when I was like, when I was watching it with my husband, I was like, why? I wish they had subtitles. Like, why don't they have subtitles? We turned the subtitles on. We did too. Yeah. So you just go into the menu and turn on the subtitles and then, yeah. you know, 
I guess guys I, turn on the subtitles because you won't get them in the movie. Yeah, I um maybe it speaks to my age, but I found it a little bit easier to understand when I had the subtitles on, not just for the part in the language that I didn't understand, but even the English parts, because there's sometimes the sound is over top of their voice the audio is not necessarily the the are they like whisper talk you know whispering and you you hear words but not you know full sentences so having those subtitles on really helped um, yeah absolutely that speaks to my age probably now no 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 because we're the same way and i find that actually with the disney you know the disney channel or what or the the disney app is all the movies i guess because they're filmed a certain way because they expect you to be listening with surround sound or whatever mm-hmm. the the music's like super loud but the talking yes. is like super quiet yeah. and um so you just kind of have to yeah. like adjust those things to your liking is what i found with this movie um another popcorn prison moment was that his wife and him their relationship was so dry it was so dry like I didn't think they had chemistry at all and maybe that maybe that's meant to be because he's away you know most of the time he'd been um, on tour for 12 years when right. he went back yeah. yeah but like they weren't particularly close like you think they would be yeah. she would be happy to see him and you know like she was happy to see him, but it wasn't like if someone was gone, your partner had been gone for so long and then they finally came back. Well, there was a scene where they talk about that, where he was gone, but then she was kind of giving him crap. He wanted to go back and yes. she was giving him crap where it was like, Hey, I'm going to support you, but I'm angry about this. And it was, she had said, you know, we thought you were dead. They told us you were dead yeah and we grieved you and we you know moved on you know it was like three weeks of us thinking you were actually dead and if they're gonna have that conversation then it kind of seems like there's a scene missing where he they like he comes back and they see him for the first time. right they they like didn't put it in you know what i mean but maybe and maybe they shot that but and and cut it in post but they, they should have, we should have seen that scene where, you know, he, they, she went to the hospital for the first time when she got called and he was, you know, when he got sent back home because he was yeah. gone unconscious, right. For a couple of weeks after he got home, but, uh, or a month or whatever it was, but. Right. Was, and he was going, like going through some thing. stuff too, when he got, got back, you know, some PTSD yep. and like all that stuff. Yep. And, um, you see his character really go through it and she i mean she's supportive in a way but it they don't really illustrate it in the movie so i think that would be one of my biggest yep um popcorn prison moments also i had one another one where at the checkpoint they didn't see the taliban in the vehicle behind the other taliban they killed you know when the when um Ahmed's brother gives John a driver and a vehicle and they get they get to one of the checkpoints they get through the first checkpoint and then the second checkpoint they kind of get stuck and yeah. um you see them have to John has to go 
killed the two Taliban. Yep. And but there's one guy sitting not too far back in his Couple car, like in his car. Yeah, like you can see you're a big military man wouldn't you think to look around like you're surrounded in a place where there's taliban all over and you're telling me and you're a wanted man and you're telling me you're not going to check and look around there was another scene like that too when right after ahmed bought the truck to drive john around when he was injured and he's trying to get him back right which I, I guess I don't understand why they would even bring the truck into it. He only has it for a scene and right. then picks up Taliban soldiers. The guys that jumped in the back, his face was exposed. They didn't see him. You I know. Back, you didn't see this guy laying there staring up at you. You know, yeah, with his big old really still, mustache and beard, yeah, like and white as the friggin' sun. <laughs> right, 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 right. You don't see this guy. But, yeah, and then and then uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, when he goes back to get um, Ahmed, his face, like, go put some self-tanner on or something. Like, he's walking around with it, like, mask off. He's like, he's yeah. like future and offset, like, mask yeah. off. And he really should have, like, you know, rubbed some dirt on his face or something or, like, some self-tanner so he looked a little tan-skinned to kind of, like, blend in a little more. Yeah. Here's this white dude with, like, and then he had some Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. Like, was that his disguise? I don't know. It's not like Clark Kent where you take him off and all of a sudden you're Superman. He, He's not that good. So. No. No. So that was another pet peeve yeah. of mine is that that they, they could have like none of those perfect. ruined the movie for me though. Like they're no, just small little not. nitpicky for me. They're not they didn't take away really from the movie. They're just you know, comments. No, my- exactly. And um I agree with you on that. I really enjoyed this movie. Like yep. I don't like war movies i find them boring and this movie was so good we watched it later in the night and usually i'm asleep at like 10 o'clock but i managed to stay up and watch this movie no issues like i was awake and on the edge of my seat i wanted to know what happened to the characters i wanted to know what was happening next and so for me i'm gonna give this my popcorn rating i'm going to give this a large popcorn and like border like like a generous large popcorn for sure i i reserve my extra largest for like we need to be on some harry potter or something for that but i definitely give this a generous large how about you i'm I'm on the same page there general like a, a large popcorn for me is when I rate this movie, it was it was it was really good. I enjoyed it, I had a lot of fun watching it, and uh, like you said, it it kind of not emotional, like oh my gosh, I'm crying. Why am I crying? No, it, it, but you felt it, like it was yes, yeah. you felt something, and you were like on the edge of your seat, and yep. you you felt for the characters, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I really enjoyed that, and it was entertaining. Like you're waiting to see what the next thing. what the next thing coming is and I've been waiting for like a movie like that that we've watched so far and I thought like some of the horror movies would be like that but they're not they're not at all you mentioned that because when he got him back and he was in the the hotel or not the hotel the hospital 
and it was you know like four months later or whatever it was or four weeks or whatever it was the the time yeah. skip I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be the reuniting of him and his family, and it's going to be super emotional, and that'll be the end of the movie. No, no, that was the halfway point of the movie. <laughs> then he, then he was going to go and save the other guy. Right. And when I when I picked up on that, I'm just like, oh, oh, okay, this 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 movie's well. Happening. I knew as soon as he got home, and he was having all those nightmares and yeah. stuff. I was like, this man is going to go back for sure. Mm. And his wife is just like like sleeping through his like night terrors yes. i was like this man he's going back for sure because he feels guilt he has like guilt syndrome or whatever it is called and he needs to go back because he feels like he shouldn't be there instead of ahmed like ahmed should, and his family should be there not him when you they're know? on the bridge though survivor guilt survivor yeah. guilt that's yeah. what it's called yeah when they were on that bridge though and he was out of ammo and ahmed was out of ammo and things started slowing down and he's kind of like looking around i'm thinking don't do it don't go out there and i thought he was going to be a martyr too i was yeah. like oh my god this guy's don't, gonna walk out what do a this but then bag. anthony Starr's character came in uh and and saved him and that, that parker was, yeah 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 parker. yeah no i you know i had a feeling parker was gonna come in because you know he said like oh i i realize this is kinley send out everything basically and so that's what they did so when we see them on the bridge i was kind of like waiting to see when they drop in you know and of course after things are starting to look grim and you know hard times are hitting then all of a sudden that's when they swoop in and kind of save everybody and they desecrate that bridge and they take out the taliban surrounding that that area and it's it's nuts and that plane is absolutely nuts my husband told me what it was called i can't i don't know what it was called um but it was so cool it was like huge that's too. The, that's the, the artillery um yep airplane that's the perfect example of when um when when someone talks about you know the right to bear arms and having your gun uh to you know protect yourself from the government and then that plane comes in to you know take out those people like they were just going up the hill just and taking out you know these people you know like three or four every second and it was yeah. just there was, you know, like a hundred people there and they, they made a quick like 10, 15 second spree of just killing all those Taliban soldiers. And Oh yeah. And you keep, you keep like when you're on the, on ground, you're like, you see those Taliban coming. You're like, oh crap, another vehicle's coming. What yeah. are they going to do next? And then, you know, you start panicking and then you see like four cars in a row or four trucks in, in, in a row coming down and you're like, Oh, they're surely done for. And then all of a sudden, this big artillery airplane comes and goes, bam, 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 bam. <sighs> like, you're done. And it's Get so out of big, here. it almost looks cartoonish. It looked like an elephant. It was, yeah, exactly, it was like the right? elephant of yeah. planes, you know. And uh, But it did a good job of illustrating, like, what goes down or what can go down. Um, you know, obviously I'm not in the U.S. military or the Canadian military, and I don't know what went down there, but, um, you know, it gives you a feeling of 
what could have gone down there. It's not a it's not a true story. It's written by no. Guy Ritchie. Yep, not a true um, story. But they do a good job at making you feel like it could be yep. a true story. It Absolutely. could be real. Mm -hmm. yep. So with that, um, you know, I'm going to highly recommend this movie to you guys. If you are looking for a good movie that is entertaining, this is definitely a good one to catch. Uh, Jeff, do you know what it got on Rotten Tomatoes? I hate to put you on the spot, but I was just curious because, um, you know, when I watch these, I usually like to check to see if my, uh, feelings are in line with everyone else's. So it got 83 from the critics, 83% okay. from the critics, mm -hmm. uh, which I think aligns with what we uh would rate it at yeah i think and so it got a 98 percent audience score which is above what we would have rated it at on you know score. i i would have went up i would have went up but i just i'm holding out like i need magic in order for something special yeah in order for me to give out an extra large like i need magic yep. and i'm not talking about like harry potter magic although that would help but I'm talking about movie magic. Uh, movie magic. Yep. Yeah, for sure. It has to have all the things in it. So, yes, I do have a, a mom joke for you this week. You know me. I got the mom jokes. Okay. All right. Let's hear it. What do you call a military officer that goes to the bathroom a lot? A lieutenant. Okay. Aww. All right. You're welcome. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I hope you have a good week. Jeff, tell them where you they can find us. Uh, our podcast is on YouTube and it's uh, hosted on Spotify as well. Give us a like, give us a follow. You can follow us on um, many social media places, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, anywhere that there's social media, pretty much we're there. Yep. And uh, next week we have another war themed uh, review for you. And we're doing Oppenheimer or Oppen Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer? Yep. Yeah. So we're doing Oppenheimer. So I hope you guys stick around and check us out. Um, I'm trying to get better at updating some of our socials. I'm really bad with it, but we're getting there. Um, so I hope you guys have a good week and popcorn patrol out. Peace.